back to another episode of Burnout Brighter, uh, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're just going to keep going. We're in episode 147, and though we are laughing and giggling, this is actually kind of a sad episode because we're going to be talking about MMOs, but one in particular that like held my heart and was very special to me, Terra, which actually shut down its servers on the 30th and they had like a little goodbye video and we'll actually like link that down at the bottom so if you were a fan of Tira and you weren't aware it is no longer playable like it's gone into the ether of where games go when they're retired but before back we get behind to- the local McDonald's and just <laughs> before we get this so disrespectful <laughs> before we before we get started, I'm just going to introduce Matt, who you What's guys up? know, and I'm so. going to introduce our lovely co-host, Blue. Did hold on? Was there a second? No, I didn't there forget. Just... I didn't forget his name. <laughs> there was that's a second. What, there. That's not what happened. Moving on, Lou. How have you been? Good. I'm good. Um, let's see. Um, Finished Stranger Things, which is which is fun. That was good stuff. Um, been working on music, of course. Uh, waiting for some big game releases. Waiting for the next WoW Classic expansion, nice. which is probably going to be in September. I'm predicting. Um, and then, of course, Persona Five for PC, which comes out in October. Um, until then, I've been I bought a new game. Um, I've been playing V Rising. What? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold, Hold the, the fuck up. When did you start playing V Rising? You do know that we're playing V Rising. I only just started, like I bought it yesterday or two days ago. Perfect. We just Perfect. started. We just started. <laughs> all right, Yo, we're getting Lou in on the next Let's Play. We're all playing Here together. We okay, there okay. we go. I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead, Lou. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, I'm not usually into you know, chop, smack a tree and get the wood kind of games. Survival. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, it's it's like fun. definition. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> smack a tree. Get the wood. Get the wood. Get the wood. Um, but it's fun. I, I love it. The combat's good. Uh, it's got some cool, you feel like a vampire when you're playing it. Um, yeah. I like the, I just, it's just a well-rounded game so far. And to think that it's only in early access is is wild. Um I'm interested to see what the full release is like, but I'm enjoying my time with it so far. Um, yeah, that's really about it for me. Uh, I mean, I, I uh, played a show last night here in St. Yeah. Catharines. Um, that was fun. Um, yeah, that's that's really about it for me. V Rising and a couple of big game releases coming out in the next few months. Nice. So without, hold on, I have a quick question because I've right. also been watching Stranger Things. I'm not... I'm waiting for Senna to get back for the very last episode because it's like two and a half hours long. We yeah. watched episode eight together like online, but we're waiting for her to get back because we're both chickens. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to watch it together. What did you think of the finale? Like, did it raise your hype for season five? Like, where are you at on it? Yeah, definitely raised my hype for season five. I think season four was the best season so far other than season one, which I yep. think is still a fantastic season. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't obviously not spoiling anything. Um, I really enjoyed it. Had some really cool moments. Um, they really went wild with like the metaphysical elements and uh, Eleven's powers and how they relate to the enemy. Um, and yeah, it, you know, it ended on a different, little bit of a different tone. The ending had this time around. Okay. So yeah, very curious to see how season five picks it up. Um, still some. You know, there's some threads going on that are, you know, going to feed into the next season. So I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. Nice. Um, yeah, very good overall. I, I would I would definitely recommend it. Nice. Tight. 10 out of 10. Um, hey, Matt, what have you been up to? Wow. <laughs> wow. The lack of. of okay, of wait, energy. let me do that again. Let me do yeah, it again. Please. Let me do it mm-hmm. again. Yes, please. Matt, what have you been up to? God damn it. That's no different whatsoever than before. <laughs> In fact, you probably smiled less than before. Yay! Uh, okay, well, as as previously promised, I I started um, in on Scissor Seven as Destiny has asked me for really just like a week or two. Um, this has been a this is that's why there was no enthusiasm because I knew you were going to come out with uh, lies. 
I'm four episodes in, and it's definitely grabbing me more the more I go. I am watching the dub as you as you requested, and I've I've committed to. Um, I think the voice acting is overall pretty great. Uh, the humor for me is a little hit or miss, but I do think the animation is super slick. Like the fight with the conservative lady at the episode at the end of episode four just went like balls out. Like it has a real like the the soundtrack is cool. The animation is really really interesting. Um, so I am going to keep going with it. I do like that the episodes are quite short. Like they're between like 12 to 15 minutes each. So it's like a pretty digestible watch. Um, so I'm going to keep going with it as I promised. Um, and as I, as I will continue to do so. It's funny, Destiny, because I, like I said, I've been watching it. And today I went to get a haircut. I went to for a haircut. And my barber was also talking about Scissor 7. I'm like, it's so funny you mentioned this because my friend has been on my ass for about a week to watch it and I've been watching it. Um, so, so yeah, uh, I've been enjoying it. I, again, I think I'm still settling into it a little bit. I think the humor is a little hit or miss depending on, like, I don't think every joke lands, um, but it, it it is it has been a fun watch. The animation is like worth it to watch it by itself because it's so cool. Like it's so different than most anime. Um, in terms of games, I'm back in the world of Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I had a Mr. Darren come over last week, um, and he went ahead and took an hour and fixed my entire HUD because he wouldn't trust me to do it myself, uh, and I appreciated that. So he came by and fixed my entire HUD, made the game much more like fun to look at, um, and I'm, I'm back in. He he took me through my first dungeon and through my first boss fight in a while. I am a healer in that game, so I did have some like healer anxiety going into it because I'm like, what if I kill everyone? Um, and I, I only did that once. Die. Yeah, that's more along those lines. Um, mm-hmm. which happened once against one boss and never again. Um, so it's I've done more dungeons since I've done more boss fights since without without Darren. He doesn't need to hold my hand. Uh, and I've been really enjoying it. I've been having a lot of fun with it so much so that I'm considering buying it again to take it with me on the go with the Steam Deck. Just tether my phone to the bastard and do like some. I wouldn't do dungeons. That's ridiculous. Nor would I do boss fights. But I would do the single player stuff like out on about out and about on my own. Mm, what's with the look, okay. T? Yeah, there you go. See now I brought I was, full No, circle. I was just gonna be like, what's the point then? To do single player stuff. Yeah, that, to get that's to the why next I didn't spot. say anything yeah. after after that was the look. <laughs> right, yeah, I understand. Um so I've been playing that. <laughs> and um what else? There's been some there's something else that I've been I've, I'm completely absolutely re-addicted to taskmaster that show is honestly one of the best shows ever like it's up there with like scrubs and gintama for me in terms of like my favorite things i've ever watched i watched like sporadic series and now i like i started from the beginning and i'm working my way up obviously skipping the ones that i've already watched but i'm in series nine and series nine has been utterly brilliant it's so funny if anybody's curious at all it's a british show where like they have like a game master basically that makes like these five comedians do certain tasks like for example there was one they walked in they had a pad of like sketch i don't know what's the big paper called destiny where it's like one giant sheet and there's another sheet and there's another sheet and there's another sheet it's a sketch pad just a large sketch like the really really big ones you know like they have you'd have in classrooms there's a name for them i just call them sketch pads okay sketch pads so there was but there was on the first sketch pad okay follow me here on the first sketch pad there was a box filled with smaller boxes that had numbers in them, some of which were like reversed or upside down. And they had to draw a face with like the first piece of the sketch pad going in the number one slot, the second piece of the sketch pad going in the number two. And they had to plan the face out while also accounting for this. And the faces turned out absolutely fucking ridiculous in the best way, shape and form. I was dying laughing. Like the show is just so, so good. And series nine has been fantastic um and like that's that's pretty much oh i got into resident evil 2 i was playing it i was using a walkthrough and then i hit a point where i'm like i don't enjoy this anymore so i stopped i'm trying to do that more (laughs) often now if i i'm I'm done like pushing through a game just for the sake of doing so so um i also hopped into ape escape on the new playstation plus that was fun it's a cool it's cool to revisit childhood memories but yeah so that's that's been that's been me in a nutshell destiny but what about you what have you been up to destiny um, ha! Look at all that enthusiasm. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> I always like I'm never prepared for this, and then I like, saw you after bust out that show, sketch pad. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> um, 
And then, like, afterwards, I'm like, why didn't I tell them I did this? And why didn't I tell them I did that? Um, because I just forget. So I was trying to write down the stuff that I had done. Um, so, um, give me, like, one second. Okay, then I'm going to talk about one last thing. Okay, um, cool. I forgot. I also went to an escape room for the first time in years over the nice. over the long weekend. Um, I went with Darren and a couple other friends. We went to an escape room. It was the Zen room. Very, it was like a Tokyo themed thing, and we fucking got out. We had got out with seven minutes left to spare. I was very proud of us and the team. Um, it was a very, very much a, a good division of labor between us because at one point we hit a giant Sudoku wall, and I looked at that and noped right the fuck out. Turned around and tried to find something else to do because I'm not about it. Luckily, there was two math oriented people there who very quickly got on it and started to figure it out. I went and did literally anything else. Um, and and to be fair, Teamwork I still solved some other puzzles. A hundred percent. So we got out, we got out of the Zen room. Escape room was a great time. It's been so long since I've done one and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, it was a wonderful experience. Destiny. All right, cool. So I wrote down a couple of things that I've been doing. You so go, um, thank you. Thank you very much. I watched Concrete Cowboy, which stars Idris Elba and some other people. I'm so sorry. I can't think of the other people's names right now. They are important, but Idris Elba is like, you know, like I'd have his baby. Oh, Caleb <laughs> McLaughlin from Stranger Things. Okay. You know what? And oh, guys, don't come for me. Okay. If you listen to this, I just get so upset when people have chapped lips or ashy lips. Like it really bothers me. And I'm like, why are you like on screen like that do you not have any friends that can give you carmex or anything like that you know what i'm saying like there's no reason your lips should be ashy in the movie there's just no reason get some water somebody get him some water like his lips were even ashy in the rain and i just didn't understand why anyways movie is absolutely wonderful great great movie um like i said don't come for me i just have this thing about ashy lips but um one of the things that i learned is that they really are concrete cowboys there really are cowboys in north philadelphia that ride horses and all of this kind of stuff and not on a ranch but like these um kind of like the history of it is like way back when there were ranches um they never gave up that that lifestyle so even though like things were getting gentrified around them and built up around them they still had these horses and there were just like a couple of kind of like um horse stalls and things like that that were were left and this story was so incredible because they actually had um, some of the people in there. They weren't all actors, but some of them were actually uh, concrete cowboys. So, like, at the end of the movie, like, they come on and they have, like, a little tag under there. Like, this person actually is a cowboy and lives in Philadelphia and actually takes part in this. And, like, I just thought that was really incredible. Um, I also watched – I think – I'm not sure if I talked about this before, but if I haven't, I just want to throw it out there the harder they fall and i don't know if you guys have ever seen it fucking incredible because like you see all of these like movies about cowboys and indians which native americans and it's always like these white heroes and all of this kind of stuff and we don't hear about a lot of like the black cowboys and a lot of black heroes back in the day and some of the like um bad guys and thing and villains and stuff like that so that was incredible it's such a good movie it also has Idris Elba in it I was gonna say I was gonna say this guy said two like two cowboy movies back to back he's done a lot of movies okay yeah no Idris is dope I want him I know I I agree yeah yeah oh 100% yeah but in this one he he plays a villain he's literally the only black actor that to me that can play a really good villain and I and hate him in it and then he plays like a good guy and i absolutely love him in it and he does it so well have you ever seen a movie where you watch somebody and they play the villain so well you cannot see them as anything else when you see him in a movie you always kind of have this distaste for them yep. yeah so um never never with him i've always loved him in every role he's ever been in so uh if you haven't seen the harder they fall and you like westerns, like just the cinematography, the music, the way they go about it, so so good. My only gripe with it is um, Zazie Beats. I just thought she was the weakest link in the entire cast. Like, and that's only because she plays. Um, it's not proud Mary. It's Mary something. I can't think of her name right now. And she just did not convey Mary that Fields. Kind of- 
but what was her her uh her like not stage name but like her cowboy name yeah like well she wasn't a cowboy stage girl. coach mary or stage, black mary yeah. are the two names stage, that are coming stage, up stage coach mary um she just didn't have that that kind of attitude that kind of i she didn't exude what i felt stagecoach mary would exude like if you look at pictures of stagecoach mary you do not want to fuck with her right nope. but beats definitely just didn't convey that and it was just like let's pick a pretty black girl to play the love interest and that that always bothers me um i don't know if you guys know who erica badu is i feel like lou would know who erica badu is yep. she um there's kind of a prequel, not really a prequel to it. And she plays Stagecoach Mary and she fucking killed the role. Killed it. Um, so watched those movies. Um, I feel like this is not the right game. And I don't want to say it because I know it's not the right game. Um, it's a game with zombies. And You played a game with zombies? Yeah, it's, it's the second installation of the game state of oh, decay state of decay yes got you okay listen i was scared because i don't like zombies and so mm. i'm playing with this uh my friend who absolutely loves everything horror like it doesn't phase him so i'm telling him i was like look i'm so scared like i can't play games where i'm like constantly looking over my shoulder and there's like anxiety so but i got through with it and so there was one point where like he was like oh we have to go kill this heart thing like this thing that this nasty growth or whatever um if you played the game you know what it is if you don't look up nasty growth and state of decay and you'll figure out what it is um and it's nighttime and he's like he's like yeah let's go kill it and i'm like yeah, but it's like dark outside like should we wait till it's daytime like, i can't i can't do it it makes me scared so i want to play that game with you guys because i feel like the more people that play with me the more like i'm okay and not as scared but when it's just me and him like it kind of freaks me out even though you have other people who can be with you it just it's, it's not he plays that game by himself and i don't i couldn't do it i've always been curious about state of the case so i'm super down to actually give that a word with you maybe that's a good reason for you to open up your xbox i have it on steam that's where he bought it and right. let's not bring up the fact that I didn't open it up yet. Like, you know, why are you trying to put me on blast? <laughs> I'm just perhaps offering a suggestion per chance. So <laughs> I, I'm sure that everybody saw my tweet and like we retweeted it, but a huge shout out to Justin, Black Voices in Gaming, The Mix Crew, um, and Interabang. Um, They were so sweet. They sent me an Xbox and a cute pink controller and several games. I have not opened it yet. And listen... Uh, I know I got it like last week or whatever, but the point is, is that like I have to do this whole setup with my TV and everything, and I just can't be asked to do it right now. But once <laughs> I get that all done, I will open it up definitely. So, um, and I watched the first season of Umbrella Academy. <gasps> Me too, dude. I'm literally watching the first season right now. I just finished it. Okay, I'm on episode like nine or ten. Oh my god! So, so you were almost at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So listen, okay. I'm not going to give you, right. this is not really spoilery, no. but like, listen, my favorite character, can you guess who my favorite character is? Uh, shit. I forgot his name. I don't remember the one with the knives. No. The one who throws the knives and curves no. the knives. No, not him. Lou, have you seen Umbrella Academy? I haven't, but my girlfriend loves it. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. The Whisper Woman. One. Okay, now you're not gonna guess it. All right, it's Klaus. Klaus is like my favorite character. Oh, that I'm makes more sense. On... Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That makes more yes. sense. Now that you, yeah. I thought um, for, I went for like the bad boy, like the knife throwing guy. I thought that would be. He's so annoying. He annoying. I don't know why I was gonna say he's so annoying. <laughs> he is annoying because he just tries. He's like, because mm, you're number one and I'm number two, and I'm like, get yeah. over mm. it, God. Mm. So, um, dislike him. Love Klaus, like want to vicariously live through him. Um, I also really didn't like the rumor who's the chick, like, she annoyed me mm. too. Like, I'm ready for her to get killed off. Listen, Elliot Page at Crushing the end, it. at the end, I was like, bitch, I want to be you, okay? Like, Dude. the way she just, like, she, I didn't, she. 
listen, because when you first watch it, she's like the weakest link, right? But by the end, boss bitch energy. Dude, boss when energy. when they get into that, I, like, like, I'm not going to mention anything more than this, but the because the episode that I just finished was the episode that ended with the argument in the cabin. If you understand where I'm at. Yeah, I know where you're at. That scene. Swish, swish. Yeah, that scene, Elliot, was ridiculous. So much coming out of them. Like, there's just so, like, I was just like, oh, dang. Awesome. Yo, yo. Yo. Wait till you see the next episode. I I will it wait. It's so like, oh my God. It's sometimes hard for me to switch and that's no like on them. It's just because like I've known him so long as this. So like I have to wrap my mind around saying that because even in the when the series first started, he had not tr- transitioned yet. So yep. I'm not trying to be disrespectful if I mess up the name or anything like that. Mess so up the I- pronouns. So. I will say it's awesome that they went back and changed the credits. They did. They went back which and is, changed the credits. Which is really awesome, which is a really nice touch. It is a really nice touch. And honestly, I think, like, because how crazy the universe is and everything is, it totally works that they've written him in as having that transition. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that, yeah. any anything could happen in this. Lou, you should definitely watch it so we can all, like, do a breakdown of it and talk about it. But, like, yeah. Finish that, like binge that hardcore. Absolutely love Klaus. Um, I kind of like Five too, and I really loved like. And this is not giving anything away. I loved the love for the donut. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Yes. The love yeah. for the donut and the way that that ended. I was just like, oh. I haven't seen maybe, how it ended yet, but yeah. Yeah, no, no, but I, I was, I was like, ah. Oh. Mary J. Blige, I, I first of all, I've never seen Mary J. Blige act in my life, right? And so <laughs> she, I think she did a good job, but honestly, it just came across to me as Mary J. Blige being Mary J. Blige. I don't know. Like, I figured, like, yeah, if Mary J. Blige was in this world, this is how Mary J. Blige would act if she wasn't singing for, you know. But Can you um, ever call Mary J. Blige just Mary? I feel like every time you mention her name, you have to say Mary J. Blige. I don't you think have you can to say, say Mary J. Blige. You can't yeah, it's say like Mary. a full name thing. Yeah, it's. I feel yeah. like that's like too intimate. Like we don't know her like that. So yeah, it's like Jay Z. You have to say the Z. You have to say Jay Z. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you know, I think that Jay Z would be okay if you were like, "What up, Jay?" He'd be like, "What up?" But I feel like if you were know. like, "Hey, Mary," she'd be like, "You don't know me." Yeah. Where's the Jay Blige at? <laughs> very, very quickly turn into her Umbrella Academy character and yeah. But okay, so that's it for me. I know that went on very long, but um, yeah, yes. I forgot about one thing. Can I bring it up quick before we go? Before yeah, we move yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started Yakuza Three because Final Fantasy Fourteen was in maintenance yesterday for like twenty four hours, so I couldn't play it. So I was like, I, you know, I, I did like a smorgasbord. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to play. I hopped into Ape Escape for a bit, didn't click. I hopped in Resident Evil. I was like, screw this. This is going back to the library. I couldn't land on what I wanted. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to continue my playthrough through the Yakuza series and hopped into Yakuza 3. Immediately, just so much serotonin, being back with those characters, being back in that universe. It's just like, now it's gone to the point when we go back to Kamurocho, I know where things are based on the older games. Like, I remember where the convenience store is to go get the healing items and stuff. I've only spent, like, a couple hours in, and but, like, those characters. And, like, I just want to, like, for a series that's about Yakuza... And like ridiculous, like soap opera, complete like balls to the wall story. That that series has so much emotional intelligence, and it goes against toxic masculinity in such a powerful way, consistently throughout the series. Like accepting you are who for you for who you are, loving the person that you are, and loving the other people around you. Man, just I'm so happy to be back in that world again. I'll talk more about it next week, but I just wanted to quickly shout out, fuck yeah, Yakuza RGG Studios, one of the best studios out there. I'm excited to be back in that world. Aww. All right. So on a somber note, and I hate to mm. say that because I'm smiling, so I'm going to try to stop smiling. Um, <clears throat> Matt, fucking idiot. All right. <laughs> you can't do that. All right. Um, but like, seriously, seriously. Um, so I was going to say this at the very end, but I feel like right now is a good time to say it um, because we're going to be talking about like, gaming communities and and building friendships and kind of like a family and one of the things that i wanted to bring to people's attention i don't know if you've played minecraft or anything like that but we lost a really great content creator named technoblade um he had stage four 
stage four cancer and he passed away at the age of 23. Uh, the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because I don't know if people who don't play games or people who don't play MMOs uh, know how powerful having someone like that in the community is. Like that one person brought so many people together. Um, and it's, it's just incredible what he did for his community and how much he loved his community. And, um, oh my God, I'm getting emotional. I just want to send my condolences out to his family um, and to his fan base because I only recently discovered him and did not know the struggle he was going through. And honestly, it, it kind of put me in like the same vein as like Chadwick Bosman, like not knowing that he was struggling with so much and how so many people came together because they love the Black Panther. And even though Technoblade wasn't on that level, he meant that much to so many people who just love gaming. And it's just really sad that we've lost someone who was just like such a true gamer and who really enjoyed it and really loved his community and, and just sharing his love for Minecraft. Um, and I guess what I want, I kind of wanted that to lead into the fact that like, one of the games that I felt like I built this community in and, and friendships in, and I kind of took for granted, I thought it was always going to be there because like you have games like WoW and you have games like Final Fantasy and they, they're still going. And I don't ever thought, I don't think I ever thought it would end. Um, so on June 30th, Terra, I don't know if you guys have ever played it, but it was this really incredible, beautiful MMO shut down its servers for good and um, sent out a video just kind of like saying goodbye to the heroes. And the, the heroes are us. We are the people who go into that game and we're the heroes who kind of save everything. And it was wild because I was like, oh my God. Uh, for me, they even picked the, um, basically the race that I played, which was the Ellen. And I actually, my background on my computers is of that character. And like, it was like, saying goodbye um and thank you so much and so much that you've given to us and I think that goes a long way with not just the community and the players but also the developers who spent so much time on this game because it ran for 10 years um and we had a guest but unfortunately he was unable to make it but I do know that all of us have played MMOs and how important they have become to us and the friendships that we've built and I wish Darren was on we should have asked Darren because Darren is like like in love with Final Fantasy XIV and he's made some great connections and things like that. And um, I think it's important to take away the fact that, and I don't think it gets talked about enough, but like the true friends that you can make online that you never meet in real life, like the people who can make a difference in your life that you never see face to face, um, the people who cheer you up, the it's because games aren't just an escapism. They're a place to meet new, wonderful people, right? So I'm going to throw it to Lou because Lou actually played the game and you play a couple of other MMOs as well. And I kind of just want to talk about the importance of MMOs to you and like what they've done for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, MMOs, MMOs have been a big part of my life for a long time. Um, basically all of my adult life um, started playing World of Warcraft when I was 14 um, and immediately fell in love with the game still chasing that high of experiencing the world for the first time. Um, and back then, you know, 2006, 2007, when WoW was really in its heyday, um, other games didn't have those social elements other than MMOs. You know, you Xbox Live was still in its infancy. Um, there was no Nintendo Online. Uh, PlayStation Online was still in its infancy. And that sort of big connected world that you get on a server um, was unrivaled. Now, I think I said this on a previous episode of the podcast, but now even a mobile game like Diablo Immortal is a good example, just came out. Um, you have a chat room, you can make yeah. clans, you can make parties and chat with people on a phone, right? Um, so all sorts of games have that MMO element in it now, but uh, there was a time when that was really a special killer app feature of MMOs. Um, over the years, I knew I had made lots of friends. Um, some that I'm, I still I'm in contact with today, have on my friends list today from over 10 years ago. Um, on two separate occasions, I knew people in my group, in my guild that met 
through the guild and ended up moving towards each other and getting married in real life. Um, and uh, I was recently raiding um, in WoW Classic and there was that post you never want to see in the guild discord where they're like, okay, guys, we got to stop. We're, you know, we, we don't have enough people right now. Some people have left, um, you know, having their real life stuff come up or taking a break until the next content comes out. And uh, that was, it. you know, it, I, whenever I bring it up, I'm just like, oh yeah, my guild died and, and I've just been doing other things, but it's actually kind of left uh, a hole in my life in, in a, in a real way. Um, you know, I, I don't have that, that weekly get together with friends and, and, uh, you know, just shoot the shit. And yeah, it, it's, it's been a little bit, I've been a little bit bored without, without that aspect in my life. Um, a gr another great thing about MMOs is you don't, you know, these people in a way that is both superficial, but also very real, um, because you don't know what they look like. You don't have the preconceptions of, um, our, what, what I'll call our facticity, you know, the family we came from, where we live, what we look like, our, our gender, our race, uh, our religious affiliations, whatever it happens to be. Um, you just experience people as this specter in your head, on your, on your voice comm. And uh, there's something very special about that and very um, beautiful about that raw interaction that you get with people. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And um, I've played lots of MMOs over the years. Um, of course, WoW being chief among them, I've spent tens of thousands of hours on that game. Um, also played Terra. Terra's a great game. Had a great combat system. Um, you know, oh God, so many MMOs. Final Fantasy XIV, Lord of the Rings Online, uh, EVE Online, um, tons tons of MMOs. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, geez. Y you could go on Ark, <laughs> yeah. um, Rift. Yeah, so many MMOs. But, Black um, Online. Black Desert Online, yeah, absolutely. Um, which I, I enjoyed that game as well too. Carting my wagon around with my horse and going from <laughs> city to city and selling stuff. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, yeah, just fantastic games that I hope you know we haven't had the. All of these MMOs are great games. WoW was sort of like it. It was that cultural phenomenon kind of situation around. Yep. 12 years ago, uh, not more than that, maybe uh, 13, 14 years ago. Um, and I hope that we get to the point where another game comes and advances the, the genre in a meaningful way. And we can get to that point again. I was, I was hoping new world was going to be that it wasn't unfortunately. And now yeah. the numbers are really dwindling big time on that game. Um, so I, I really want to see that, that next step MMO star citizen was supposed to be that of course now, 10, 11 years later, it's still, you know, really nothing to be seen or hasn't had that effect on culture. Um, yeah. So I, I really hope we get to that point. Um, and uh, until then it's going to be world of Warcraft for me. Can't wait for the next expansion, get together with my, my old guild mates. Um, but MMOs are, it's, you know, it's sort of like having a little, another life um, yeah. where you, another life in another world. And there's something really nice, and, uh, and yeah, there's, there's an escapism element to it for sure. Um, but if it brings you joy, then I think it's, uh, it's worth, it's worth it. Absolutely. So no, I, yeah, I very special agree. I also don't think escapism is a bad thing, especially in today's society. If you've got to step out and like put yourself in a different world for a little bit, like do it. I know I need to, because things are scary in the United States right now. And so like, I would rather be playing a game and just kind of blank out of it, you know, because you, you're always going to have to come back to that reality. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's nice to be able to take a break. We take a break with everything else. So why not be able to take a break with just like, you know, mentally and, and, and like relieve some of that stress where the only thing you've got to worry about is getting 15 leaves or like dog <laughs> whiskers for Cameron <laughs> Who's yeah. down the street so that he can Sam? <laughs> I'm just making up names. <laughs> I don't know any elf names offhand. Okay, give me a break. But um, no, I absolutely agree. Um, I was hoping Elion was going to be like the next big thing after Terror because it was made by the same studio and it just failed so bad. Like I played to a certain point and I was just like, ah, yeah. 
So yeah, Matt, what about you? Yeah, I I don't know. MMOs have like a really special place in my heart. Like similarly, I I like especially back in early high school days, I used to spend hours upon hours on like RuneScape and like Maple Story. Like the, we, uh, there was, we Maple Story. Yeah, I like. Yeah, we built like communities around those games at the time, right? Especially because both of those were free, right? Like mm. you you didn't you, they were free to play, you didn't have to worry about anything. World of Warcraft was like a phenomenon that I just missed out on just because I couldn't convince my mom to like buy the game and then pay for it every month. And yeah. now I'm in a position where I can do that by myself. So fuck it. Um but yeah, like it's just it it was always it was always something that I had to watch from from afar and I was always so jealous about the people who got into WoW and who got to spend that kind of time with that kind of community. But like, again, like spending time with things like RuneScape with, with um, MapleStory, it kind of left this like nagging feeling at the back of my mind that ever since we put those games down for myself, there hasn't really been an MMO that I've invested my time into until Final Fantasy. And it's been one of those things where it's just like, I was trying to convince everyone and anyone to play with me, right? Especially being in Korea at the time um, and being having that kind of connection to my friends back home because that, you know, online gaming was the only way that I could kind of keep up regularly with friends who were back on the other side of the world. And I mean, we, we played stuff like Rocket League. I mean, one of my best friends, you know, met his wife on there. And they, you know, again, I similarly, know they, they moved and they got married together because of the, you know, the connection that they forged on Rocket League. So similarly, like you were saying, Lou, it doesn't even take an MMO to kind of to help develop this kind of community or these kind of relationships that really ultimately can be incredibly meaningful. Um, and it wasn't until Final Fantasy kind of came along and I managed to get Darren on and I managed to get Al on and we were kind of off to the races. And like they've become much more ingrained in the community than I have, but it's still kind of hopping into that world, hopping back into like a space of familiarity while also, again, for myself, not knowing what's around the next corner as of yet. But it's also just kind of the lived in feeling of the world, no matter what you do, no matter at what point you're doing, even if you're running around doing solo quest stuff by yourself, there's constantly other players around, there's constantly movement, there's constantly kind of life around you. And you can kind of make these like very quick relationships. Like I was in an area farming just for XP because I needed more XP. And I saw one person who like we kind of ended up in like in like, you know, in one place and then we ended up in the next place together. We ended up in the next place together. We partied up and like grinded together for a couple hours. We didn't get on comms or anything. We just kind of chatted through the thing. But again, like we never, you know, played together again. But it's one of those things that still stays with me and stays with you know, in the back of my mind. So like I just think that MMOs have such a special ability to draw you into a world to help you live in it more so than any other game I think really can. And again, like those communities, like, I mean, Darren's been to weddings inside Final Fantasy 14, right? He's, he's made friends that he like genuinely connects with. And I think that's amazing. And it's just, just the fact that that avenue and that option is there for you, regardless of whether you want it or not by playing it in MMO, you can just play that and then live in that world in whatever way that you want. I just don't think any other game captures that same magic in that same way. No, no, I absolutely agree. I was going to say something and then like my brain went to some place else. But, uh, but um, I think what I was going to say is um, the fact that for me, it's kind of weird because I know we keep talking. I'm a social gamer, but I like to socially play with people I already know. So it's really hard for me to make friends in the game i don't think i've ever made a friend in the in like in an mmo um mm-hmm. which is weird because so many people that's where they make a lot of friends they make a lot of friends in mmos but i use mmos as a way to play with people that i know are gamers like matt when i'm like matt let's play this they're like blue let's play this like i'm such an introvert that i will not talk to anybody else <laughs> In the gaming world. And even if they talk to me, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Thank you, bye. And then and they, they're like, let's add each other. And I'm like, okay. But if they don't make a consistent effort to talk to me, we'll never speak again. Mm-hmm. And I'm, oh, that's so shitty of me. But I can't help it. I just want to play with people I already know. But that is dwindled, right? Like, mm-hmm. as you get older, a lot of your friends, like, have babies and like take on different responsibilities and their jobs need more. So like, I want to be more open 
to like meeting new people, I just can't be asked. I, I don't know how to go up to somebody in a game and be like, hey, you want to be friends? Which that's exactly what I could do. But I'm just, I get so nervous. Like, mm -hmm. so one of my questions is, how do you guys find other people? Like, Matt, I know you said you guys were in the same area for a while, so you kind of teamed up and grinded for a little bit. But Lou, you've been playing these games for a long time. You've met a lot of people through the games. Um, whereas I've been playing MMOs for a long time and have not met anybody because I only play with people that I know. How do you form these bonds? Yeah, you know, thinking about it, it's completely random happenstance that leads to finding these groups. Um, so my most recent guild, you know, I was running and um, they have this dungeon where you need to have a key to get into the second half of it. And I needed to get into the second half of it because I had to turn in a quest. And in the general chat, um, I said, does anyone have a key? I'll meet you there. I'll pay you. And you just unlock the door for me and I'll go through and turn the quest in. And um, this person was like, yeah, sure. Here, I'll help you out. And we went in together. Then he, at the end of it, he goes, hey, are you looking for a guild? Because our guild needs your class. And um, if you join, you'll get a raid spot and you'll get a bunch of gear because everyone else is already geared up. So I was like, oh, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what are your raid times? And it happened to work out well. I joined. They were running at the time two groups of 40 person raid teams. Um, so it was 80 people, just core raiders, which is crazy. Um, and uh, then, you know, a, a group of that small group of that broke off into their own guild. I went with them when the, the um, you know, with the expansion, the raid size went to 25 people. Um, and I was introverted as well. I didn't speak on the mic much. I, it took me a few months to get, I, you know, I joined the guild in uh, August of 2020. Um, so it had been a couple of years playing with these people and only probably from January on of this year was I really felt like myself and could speak more and, and wasn't shy, you know? Um, so yeah, completely random. And, and then that's the way it happened with previous guilds too. Like you're questing in a certain area and, you meet up oh with a group, God. you party with them, and then all of a sudden you're voice chatting with them. Um, I will say my my girlfriend has had very different experiences. Um, because she's a girl, she says that she is hesitant to to sort of connect with people because um, the vast majority of players are going to be men. And um, regardless of how, how we want to acknowledge it, um, women are treated a little bit differently when it comes to the MMO space and when it comes to mm -hmm. voice chat. Mm. Um, mm. I was lucky to play in a guild where there was a, a good amount of, of girls in the guild. And that was very refreshing. I remember playing uh, Valorant, which is a first person shooter, but, um, just in random lobbies, I was like, there's a lot of girls playing this game. Um, back in 15 years ago, playing WoW, it was all guys. And, uh, <laughs> and it was just very refreshing to have a guild where it was, yeah, I felt like these people were a little bit cooler and, uh, were a little <laughs> bit more worldly. And uh, were people that I would like to meet in real life and, and, and you know, hang out with. Um, so, yeah, it, it just, again, to short, long answer short, just um, completely random. And that's the beauty of having this open world where you can chat with anyone, you can message anyone, group with anybody. And if, you're in, if your objectives align, it's kind of like real life, I guess. If your objectives align with someone else, next thing you know, you're you're in a guild with these people or you're doing a podcast with them. Right. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, it's a great magical, random, beautiful thing. And uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade those experiences for anything. Man, I get I, it now. It's Cause you're actually good at the game. So they're like, join me. Cause I was literally thinking about that. I was, I was like, man, I always suck. I just like do my own thing and nobody wants somebody who sucks and does their own thing. Like you're like, Hey, basically like when I had to play Valheim with Matt, like I would never ever ask him to be in a guild 
because he almost killed me with a tree. He's like, hey, 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 listen, if you walk into a tree cutting area, expect trees to fall. OK, <laughs> first of all, first of all, I like the mm-hmm. way you lie because you just do it Why? so much. It just comes naturally because that's not what happened. OK, <laughs> you know, it's really funny. Actually, very quickly. There's a girl that I work with who who joined the company recently and I she looks at me every day and she's like, I can't tell when you're being serious. And I love that for me. <laughs> nobody knows anymore it's all just i know when you're i know lying. you know yeah but like the populace <laughs> but i also feel like i've sowed some seeds of distrust in the in the community so, pe- so you know what i mean but yeah. i don't know i i agree with you lou i think the randomness is kind of part of the beauty because it can be as temporary or as long-lived as you want it to be like i said that person that i partied up with we never spoke again but again i have fond memories of the couple hours that we spent together they still think <laughs> about you to this day I still think about you. Missed connections, Craigslist. Um, but like I, uh... <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like there's even like the parties that like I've partied up with for the dungeons. I've I've made mistakes. I've had I've you know I've gotten people killed because I'm mad. I, but like Why I've never. Game. Why we talk about games all the time? Why have we not found a fucking game to play? Why am I listening to you and to you talk about gaming with other people? Why have we not played a game? Let's play Final. Come play Final Fantasy, Lou. You're waiting oh. for the next WoW expansion anyway. Come back to Final Fantasy. Just come, come. But like, but like, even even still, like, I <laughs> I have never had a bad experience, even with randoms. Even if even if it's been my fault, even if it's very obviously like my first time through. Out of all the dungeons that I've ran, and I've played the majority of them with people that I don't know, I've never had an issue. Nobody has ever been rude. Nobody's ever been like, what the fuck, man? Why did you just get us killed? So I really do think it's also dependent on the community around the game. Um, Because as we know, there's a lot of online communities around a lot of games that are not like that. But like, it's just, there's a mad, I think there's a certain magic there where, like you said, if you're aligned for a common goal and you're all working together, I think that just kind of drops out a lot of the bullshit right off the bat assuming that you're playing with people who you know are take the game people. seriously right and well not even just take the game seriously it's just like don't as long as people are striving to improve standing beside them as long stuff like that. as long as people are like <laughs> striving to improve i think that's the most important thing so mm-hmm, like yeah. maybe next time uh you know don't stand in the wood cutting area First that we of designated. all, it wasn't a wood cutting area. It was no a wood cutting area. No, there's not. There was a, wood, there was a designated played, wood Anybody who's area. played Valheim would know. I wish the we nose, had. Nose. I wish we had the video because literally what? we're standing around talking, and then he just decides to fucking cut down a tree. No, a no, massive no, no, no. Tree. We we all separated and went in different directions, and we I said, did "Destiny, not. Destiny, we do you see me?" Not. And I waved. I we waved at you from across not. the way, and I said, "This is the wood cutting zone. I designate no. this. I put oh, wow. down. I put down. I put wow. down an area." Wow. There was yellow caution tape. Okay. I and, literally and feel I like I said, this don't is come over like, here. There I may feel be like trees. You believe your bullshit. I do. Like deep down inside. Like, uh don't know. Anyways, anyways. Don't know. Moving on. Don't know. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. So I mean, D, let me ask you this then. Game with t- I would love to play a game with you sometimes. Just don't cut down trees around me. Okay? We just said we're going to play V Rising together. And hey, I kept I didn't do anything stupid when we played that together. That's because you actually wanted to play that game. I feel like you didn't actually want to play Valheim. Like you were super excited to play V Rising. Tomato, tomato. Um, yeah. But so, so D, let me ask you this. Is that like, yeah. what would it take from a possible new, and Lou, I'll, same question, but I want to hear D's thoughts first. What would it take for like a new MMO to kind of pull you in? Like we've been talking about like waiting kind of for the next big thing, because right now I think Final Fantasy 14 is is probably the kind of crown jewel right now. WoW is still very, very strong, but like in terms of player count, right? Those are the ones that are still up there. What would it take from a new MMO to kind of get you over to kind of get you reinvested in a new world? It would need to have the same combat system as Terra or better. Because so I do not combat. like, yeah, I don't like just clicking a button and standing there and fucking healing. Like, I can't do it. My ADHD just doesn't allow me to do it. I'm already, like, doing other stuff, right? So I want something that really pulls me in. And I feel like WoW and Final Fantasy, while the worlds are beautiful and the characters are beautiful, the gameplay does not pull me in. Like, the whole just sitting there and clicking a button, like, I want to get in there. I want to fight. I want to run around. I want to, you know what I mean? Like, if Mm -hmm. you have this open world, why can't I run around? Why do I stop 
every time I do something? Why can't I move while I'm doing it? It doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? It'd be like, mm-hmm. I have to eat an apple, but I have to stop every time I take a bite. Do you know how fucking annoying that would be? So I think that's what I need in a game that runs really well and also has really cute characters. Like, I want some cute characters. I can't play games that have really ugly characters. Like, mm-hmm. Ark loves survival hate the characters they're so ugly and manly looking not that man men are I, i'm attracted to men but i just don't if i'm playing a girl i want i don't want her looking manly then there's nothing wrong with manly looking women okay i i'm always go on dude we got it go saying, i don't i don't want that and when i make my character mm-hmm. so um yeah i think so you that's think, a, like, in a hmm? So for you, it would be like like the combat first, like the art design slash like characters would be like the art next, design the next first. One. Always art design first because you know that's mm. what catches my eye. And then mm-hmm. once I get in the game, yeah, the combat. Like I want it to be very action packed. Or otherwise, why am I playing the game? Um, and I know other people like really enjoy that and stuff. But like for me, I think people who really enjoy the story can play games like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they don't mind like, you know, clicking and standing and that kind of like, I don't know what it's called. Um, but for me, like, I just want to go and kill shit and I want to look cute doing it. So I want a game that allows me to do that. Um, and I like the overall story. But like for me, an MMO is more about playing with my friends than like really caring much about the story. So like when like I hear like Jackie like when I play with Jackie she wants to get every bit of information which is fine cuz while she's doing that I'm off killing stuff like ducks and whatever's laying around. Um but like hearing people talk about oh the new expansion and the story like I don't I don't care about that. Like I mm-hmm. just care about playing with my friends. And if I'm going to play a game with my friends I want to be able to have fun doing it. Fair. Lou, what about you? What would what would it take to rip you away from the from the vice script that WoW has you in? Um, yeah, it's a great question. I have to agree with D. I think um, the next big MMO has to have a better combat system. It can't be hotkey based, which I think is what you were trying to get at there, D. Yes, thank um, you. It can't have auto attacking. It can't have hotkey based combat system. It's got to be a fluid action based combat system like. Uh, Black Desert, like Terra. Um, and the other thing is it's got to have good end game content. Um, that's what, that was always one of the strengths of WoW. That's always been one of the strengths of Final Fantasy XIV. You've got to have compelling progression, compelling end game content. As uh, you know, my a YouTuber I used to adore, who also sadly, very sadly passed away, almost four years ago um or, or a little over four years ago total biscuit um he would always say content is king when it comes to mmos so yeah the end game content has to be on point and uh that com- uh, combined with a, a nice next gen combat system i say next gen you know these it's been around for a long time just not hasn't been a mainstay of very pop very popular mmos um I think that's got to be it. And it's really hoping New World was going to be that. And it, like I said, but unfortunately, it was the end game content where it, it fell short. Um, so, yeah, it's got to have those those two elements. I think that's that's got to be it. So if do Final you Fantasy think... came out with another game, I'd play it if the combat system was better. Like if I could mm-hmm. play Final Fantasy like you play single player, like you play Final Fantasy seven or whatever, I mm-hmm. would do it like the newest version, because obviously Remake. The, yep. the, yeah, um, I would do it in a heartbeat. Absolutely. So do you think then, because I think the last time a game has really like captured the mass media is like, I would say it was probably, I mean, Animal Crossing, yes, but I think that was also timing. But I think the last one that really grabbed everyone was Pokemon Go. So do yep. you think there would, do you think new tech is the kind of answer? Do you think it's something that will be VR based or AR based once these technologies kind of advance for us to get to that point? If my question makes sense. I don't know. I don't know if necessarily you need new tech because I feel like they have all the elements to make a great MMO. They just Mm -hmm. aren't putting it together. Okay. And I don't know if that makes sense. Do you know? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to agree. I think um, one day, I think we'll get a cool VR MMO, but 
I think with the current tech we have, it's possible. It just, an MMO is such a big risk for a game studio because of how long it takes and how expensive it is to make. Um, I think because of that, if we're going to get an MMO like that, it's probably going to be an intellectual property that we've seen before. Mm -hmm. And I think Pokemon Go is a good example. I feel like a lot of people wouldn't have played it. if I mean, it was already out before and a game similar game was, what was it called? Um, the same company had made, a very um, uh, starts with an I. Um, um, yeah, I can't remember uh, that. Uh, I'm double checking. I, I know what you're talking about. Ingress? Ingress, Ingress was it? That's it. Yeah, okay. Ingress. Um, and that wasn't a cultural phenomenon. It took that Pokemon nostalgia to get into And Warcraft had been out for um, over 10 years when World of Warcraft came out. So I think it's going to take that. It's going to be a magical combination of things. But I think we can do it with the current tech. I think it's got to be cross-platform. Um, and uh, and I think I think we'll get there. Nice, yeah. I'm curious to see because I think that like I like with Pokemon Go being a very time and place thing, it being on your phones, even the AR aspect of it. I do think the we're going to need something to change for it to kind of capture mainstream, like WoW did, like Pokemon Go did. And I'm kind of curious to see what that would be. You also need really good character creation. I 100%. don't know why yeah. I didn't think about that, but I spend so long creating my character. I actually think BDO, Black Desert Online, is pretty decent, but yeah. I just don't think enough people play it. And I don't know why, but I think it's because it gets overly complicated in certain places and you're just like, this is a lot. And I think like less complicated, um, great character creation, great worlds, uh, obviously good and in game so there's that replay value there um and just more action-packed uh combat mm -hmm. i think that would be amazing and i i don't know i feel like there are mmos that are doing that but they're not reaching the u.s yeah. fair i think my biggest problem with black desert was just i don't think it's beginner friendly because like we spent like what two or three hours with it d and like i could not wrap my head around a lot of the systems i don't think like the tutorials were really as comprehensive i think that's a game that you really have to commit to for it to click um but There's yeah a lot going on i feel like they maybe changed it maybe not because oh but maybe it's just that because i played so many mmos it's just like intuitive to pick it up after a while like you know mm -hmm. what i mean but i will say that black desert has a lot because you can sell stuff you can own a shop there's a lot that you can do yeah. in that game yeah Absolutely. I, one, one of my issues with yeah. Black Desert is the, and I think this has to be a consideration for the next big cultural phenomenon, MMO, is the microtransactions have to be reined in. Yes. Oh, God, um, yes. You, can't, you can't buy power or anything like that, which is a huge aspect of Eastern MMOs. They like, in, in terms of the kinds of games that are popular, they, they seem to like games where you can buy power. Um, and I'm just, I don't think that's going to take off in the West, unfortunately. Um, well, I mean, so look look at how disastrous Diablo Immortals launch yeah. has been. People got into it, said, this is awesome. And then they realized just how absurdly expensive that game really is to do much of anything. What yeah. I learned today is at the end of every dungeon, it asks you if you want to pay more to get more, like, more loot drops from the boss that you just took down. Yeah. Every dungeon! Like, I think Genshin Impact, like, say what you will about it. I do think that the community built around that game and its monetization, I think, makes sense given that it's free-to-play and given the quality of that game. But from what I'm hearing about Diablo Immortal, it seems like it is rough goes for their monetization. And it's very predatory more so than anything else. Which absolutely yeah. sucks because you have people already paying, like, a monthly stipend to play the game. I think if you're going to add things that people can buy it shouldn't like i don't mind having like accessories and things like that you can buy and even power-ups mm -hmm. or special things that you want to buy but i don't think that that should disrupt your game play yeah like i don't think that that should make it really hard for you to continue versus somebody else who has like the money to burn do you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah um, i legit think that like fortnite probably has the best monetization in current gaming is it like a you can get a battle pass and work your way to towards pretty much anything that you're that you want inside that pass yes it's timed yes there's a commitment to it obviously but you can also get enough tokens to buy the next battle pass and while yes like the the costumes can be pricey 
all you're buying is cosmetics. I think that like yeah, that's what I was system, gonna say. I think yeah. that's the way to go. Like, hundred percent. You, you're charging for anything. Just let it be cosmetics, and that's it. Yep. Um, everybody playing, it should be an equal playing field. Everybody should be able to get the same drops. Um, and if not, I mean, like at some point, like if you fight a boss and you don't get the drops, then then there's always a chance you might get the the drops later. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think that is definitely a way to go. Do you know what? Even though Terra was monetized i never felt like it hindered my gameplay nice um i always really really enjoyed it there were like cosmetic stuff i'd want or like pets and things that i wanted but if you didn't get those special pets at some point you did get a pet and everybody got a pet you know what i Mm -hmm. mean um so i think that's why i really loved it too i didn't feel like i had to spend any extra money and and it was free you didn't have to pay for it monthly. So I, I get it for games that are free that are trying to monetize on certain things. But I really mm-hmm. think that, and I don't know about other people, but I feel like for me playing Terra, um, I never felt like that impacted my gameplay. And I always absolutely loved it. And I actually tweeted about it. And I was like, Game Forge, thank you for the memories. And they actually saw my tweet and they liked it. So that made me happy. But that also made me cry because I was always like, oh my God, <laughs> that really means like, it's gone you know Mm -hmm. and i can never go back and and play it and i'm so dumb i went to steam and i was like i'm just gonna look it up because it's still in my library and i was just gonna look it up see if it was in the store but it's like oops you've gone to a and it's like wow so sad yeah it's so sad i'll never be able to and i made so many memories and i think that's something else that you take away from playing mmos is just making memories like for example matt when we had the memory in um animal crossing we're all standing there watching the shooting stars you know like those are real memories that you have with people and i remember like the campaigns and like doing the halloween campaign and shooting off like the fucking candy cannons and all this crazy stuff within that game that was just like so fun and so amazing so i do hope that um there is another MMO, and um, I hope that we all can play an MMO together because I'm a social gamer, but I really only like playing with people I know, um, especially when we're all so far away. So, v Rising. It's going to happen. We are going to play V Rising together, and that's going to be amazing. I'm so glad that you got it, Lou, because we're going to start streaming it. And Lou, I don't know if you have Minecraft, but you should definitely get it because we're going to start playing that as well because i pay for a server and i just want to play with my friends you know cool mm-hmm. so. get ready for friendship bridges for everyone no 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 because I'm, think... I'm gonna we're gonna visit different worlds like i think i was telling you like on realms there's like disney world which you can do stupid stuff there if you want to do stupid stuff there's Bye, sonic there's i just want to get in there and i want to have a good time and we li- we all live so far apart that I can't do that. And that, I think that's what I'm going to miss the most is like the people that I used to play with, like some of them I'll probably never see again. It's also just a bit of that comfort of like knowing it's there. Like you said, D, even though yeah. you haven't really, like, really been invested in it for a while, just knowing that it exists, that it's there for you and to I go, can back go back to at any you're... time. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And just that even if, like if you haven't played it in five years, just knowing it was still chugging on people were still making memories, finding moments of comfort together to have that pulled out, regardless of, you know, how invested you are at the time. It just, it's still, it's almost like a breakup, right? Like, I mean, it's like just I was like, so invested. I yeah. still have the fucking background. You know what I'm saying? That's like, what I'm saying. I yeah. It in, in it's a breakup. But it Sucks. was. And I was so sad. You know what makes me the saddest is that I what? wanted to play it so much when I was in Korea and I couldn't. I couldn't yep. get onto US servers. So I couldn't play it again until I moved back last year. And immediately we started playing it. But then like some of our friends couldn't play. So we paused it for a bit. But guys, I was so fucking ecstatic to get back into this world because I started playing it right before I left thinking, oh, I'll just be able to play it in Korea. And I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's a Korean based game. But anyways, um, yeah, that's all for me. Tara I'm going to miss the shit out of you. You were an incredible game. You were the first MMO I played that I truly enjoyed. And I just I have so many memories. And I'm so sad that you're gone. And the whole time I've been doing the podcast with you guys, I've been playing their soundtrack in the background. So, yeah. Um, 
rest in peace, I guess. I don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> Good night, sweet prince. Bye, bitch. But yeah, um, I think that's it. I think. Yeah, bring her home. We're, we're going to end the show with that. And um, for those of you, if you have any like suggestions for an MMO that's not WoW and not Final Fantasy, you know, um, just just something. I would love Lee, to check it out. Leenaf Yistananaf. What he said. Would love to check it out so that like we could play it because I miss playing with people and I have such a hard time playing games for myself. Also, when is Fantasian? When is the second half of Fantasian coming out? I thought it was coming out. Every time I keep checking, it's not out yet. You can check that later. But guys, if you haven't checked out Fantasian, which is not an MMO, and don't ask me why, that was my ADHD kicking in. If you haven't checked out Fantasian, check it out. It is dope. It is by some of the same creators that worked on Final Fantasy. It looks so good. So, so good. But um, anyways, yeah. That's going to be it from us. We love you. Thank you for always listening to us, putting up with our shit, and continuing to follow us. Please like, share, and we will catch you in the next episode. Bye! Peace! On your count, D. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, we're recording yet. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> da, 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 da. Bum, bum. <laughs>